Poet Revolt Cosmetics helps you shine in all your moments with a variety of clean, cruelty-free, and non-sticky lip glazes. This makeup artist's created and approved brand carefully curates clean ingredients including peppermint to help you feel good and do good as a portion of proceeds goes to selected mentorship programs that give youth and young adults the confidence and tools to be successful. Holt Revolt offers long-lasting shine and moisture, and this is the part I'm excited about, Taylor. Tell me about it. <laughs> Holt Revolt is also offering our listeners a 10% discount off your next purchase using code CIRCLE when you check out. Get glazed today at HoltRevolt.com. That's H-A-U-T-E-R-E-V-O-L-T.com. Awesome. Go check it out, y'all. Check it out. Hey, y'all. So, in this episode, we have on our new sister. Yeah. Uh, she is currently engaged to Amber's husband, Nick. Uh, brother. Brother. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is it <laughs> too many connections of layers or layers of connection? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Chelsea comes on. She is an actress in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And um, we just talked to her about her new engagement and how it went. They have a very amazing, secretive, kind of like a engagement story that everybody would maybe be happy with. I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> it did have a little deception to it. But at the yeah. same time, all in good intention. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then we also talk about how she got into being an actress. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know anything about this field. I danced. I played the viola. Did arts. But acting was never my forte. Um, I actually tried out for a play and didn't get a role. But oh. Never. <laughs> Anyway, so, <laughs> anyways, um, and this one was also cool too because even though this episode, and bear with us guys because it's jam packed and there's a lot of stuff in it, and it's a little bit longer than our normal ones, but Chelsea really takes the time out to really give us a lot of like background on what's what happens when it comes to hair, uh, how you should wear your hair, casting, when it, casting, mm-hmm. when it comes to like her first role. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like it a uh, she was so excited to get the first role but mm-hmm. some but it was a little bit um uncomfortable with yeah. the type of you know role that she had to play in that particular character and i'm sure like all actors and actresses can relate to you know taking being so excited but not but maybe doing that first role and really trying to figure out oh I don't like this. Exactly. So whether you want to be an actress or actor or love engagement stories, this episode has all of that and more. So sit tight and listen in. Hey y'all, this is Amber Cherie. And I'm Taylor Bree. And this is the Inner Circle Podcast. Welcome. Welcome, back. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. 
So Taylor, I was going to ask you how your weekend went, but you spent the weekend with me. So, oh my goodness. Um, well, let me say that the weekend is still young. I only spent one of my days with you. I got two more. <laughs> I got two more. I got to make it work, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any plans for the rest of the weekend? Well, um, it is Easter Sunday, um, so we have our family outing, and then I have my friends outing. We're going to the church, and we're going to go to brunch. Um, I am in the spirit through um, thrift. Uh, I'm not much of a thrifter, but um, I think I'm going to do that this evening. So Through, like, is this Goodwill? Like, what is this? I mean, any secondhand, any secondhand shop counts as thrifting, technically. Okay. Um, and um, I met this fly old man this weekend, um, and I was like, huh, I actually, I understand this now. Because um, <laughs> as y'all know, like, windbreaker and mom oh, jeans with now new I know. balances okay. yeah i know is, who you're talking about now it's like, yes. okay i'm talking about nicholas's amber's uncles or amber's husband's uncle there we go <laughs> um, he, had, he was a very fly old man let me tell you so i felt inspired um so i really want to go do that but that's what I'm doing this evening. I will. I want to dance, but I don't. I don't want to dance anymore. Uh, <laughs> like mentally, I'm always ready to dance, but like when you think about like the process of getting ready and whatever, mm -hmm. I'm over it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Amber, tell them what we did this weekend. So y'all, we went to the aquarium in Newport, or Kentucky. Mm -hmm. um, near the Cincinnati border. And we wanted to go there because we wanted um, to take Junior to the aquarium, even though he's not even two years old yet. But it was also another excuse for us to, to go and uh, get out of our house because we really have not been going too much of anywhere the entire time we've been um, in COVID. And so, like, if anything, we've had people come to us out of the state, out of uh, Anna. So, like, my mom came um, from California twice during this last year. And then we had, like, some friends coming from all over the country that came to stay with us. But we've never actually physically gone anywhere because we've just been kind of a little bit nervous or scared due to Junior being so young. But I think yeah. now that... Um, we're getting vaccinated. So I'm getting vaccinated tomorrow. Nick got vaccinated on Friday. And then Taylor's been fully vaccinated since like they even have vaccinations available. Since Friday, yeah. First priority, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're like slowly starting to like want to be outside of our house. So after I get completely vaccinated in May, um, I think I have to wait. Taylor said I have to wait two weeks. Yeah, so to be considered fully vaccinated is two weeks after your second shot. So um, you can receive your second dose and um, it takes about two weeks for the antibodies and 
all the goodies to be settled for you to be fully vaccinated so yeah so we're mm-hmm. probably gonna book some trips, but right now it's not um we haven't really planned anything outside of um Cincinnati this past weekend so it was kind of cool so yeah but mm-hmm. like Taylor said tomorrow is going to be our family um outing or like dinner at our aunt's house and then it's probably about it so yeah so all in all it was a good weekend I would say um it's not over yet but <laughs> so far great weekend loves hanging out with y'all um and the Candace clan yeah yeah well this is going to be a exciting show today because we have mm-hmm. our new sister coming yes. to talk to us so before that let's do the um word of the day so taylor what's the word of the day today the word is receptive um this is inspired by my nephew nick jr <laughs> receptive is defined as able or willing to receive something especially signals or stimuli Mm. um so um my little nephew is not as receptive he is very willing to march to the beat of his own drum and that's why i love him Um, he cracks me up (laughs) He has an attitude for days, but um, that's, that's really what the word was. It, uh, the word of the day was inspired inspired by my goodness, um, and so that's yeah. I don't really. I think it speaks for itself. You know, kids can be receptive. A lot of times throughout life, we can um, we have to be receptive to the signals and adjust many times and. Um, I I just am thinking about how many times in my life I've had to change lanes or mm-hmm. um, reimagine what it means for me right now. Like, you know, a signal of not getting a job can mean so many different things, but that's why I'm out here in Indiana because I was able to get, you know, um, have choices and jobs thank you god but um when i was out in um california i did not have choices um so to be receptive to that was to me to come out to indiana um and adjust what i needed to do right now and then to make it work and i'm meeting new people here i get to spend more time with my sister and I've got to start this podcast because in California, I think it would have been a much harder feat to um, do. So I agree because you yeah. are you would have been three hours behind me. So yeah, that would have been really hard. <laughs> it would have. This would have been our sister bonding versus like me calling. Even though nowadays I'd be like, "Yeah, girl, I'm watching TV. Let me call you later." She don't be answering. Uh, <laughs> she don't. But yeah, so receptive that's the word of the day find a way to use it in a sentence or um just be receptive to whatever stimuli um is going on around you oh cool mm-hmm. all righty well i we've talked about uh chelsea multiple times in previous yeah. episodes and finally we've had the chance to 
bring her on and talk to her. So you guys are going to have the chance to meet our new sister. So Chelsea, welcome. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Very good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me on your show. Honestly, I was really, really nervous after you told me. I was like, oh, because I listen to a lot of podcasts and I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to be featured on someone's podcast. And here you guys are. You guys are like, okay, you're going to be on our podcast. I'm like, oh, God, I have to sound <laughs> Well, the nice thing, like we told you, we are very laid back here. It's a speak your mind type of platform. So um, I, okay, so I know you are an actress. Um, and how, like, when you put yourself out there, like, how do you describe yourself? Uh. <laughs> like, give you, <laughs> no, I mean, I, okay, not like characteristics, but like a little bit of a formal elevator pitch. So you're an actress, um, and I, I just, I want to know more about you. Is that what you introduce yourself as? Yes, no, that's hilarious, because <laughs> there's this um, company down here that does like that teaches actors who they are. Anybody can take these classes, but they teach people about who they are as a person and how to introduce themselves. And they say that actors want people to look at them and be everything be all about them, but they don't know how to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so crazy because we always have people <laughs> ask. We always have people ask us, who are you? And we're like, ugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, I am an actress. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been here for five years now. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just trying to get in anywhere I can. Mm -hmm. um, and I have, like on my downtime, I like to paint. I like to create and do whatever I can to make myself happy, first of all, and make um, everybody else happy, second of all. Mm -hmm. and um I've recently gotten to plants I love plants I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram but I'm always posting about plant updates I always look Aww. at them every time I wake up and I'm like you're growing yay <laughs> <laughs> what plants do you have right now I have a majesty palm and I was just looking at her for like the last hour and was just like oh you are beautiful you're growing so great like I don't know if telepathy oh. is a thing with plants but it I, is I, <laughs> I was really sending the energy her way so what's your favorite plant <laughs> <laughs> um no telepathy with plants is real you can live they say you're supposed to talk to your plant yeah and give it love because it's a living organism just like you and you need love too that's true. but Yes. Um, in my apartment, I have, I have a golden pothos. That's like a trailing plant. I also have a marble potho that kind of looks like a, it's green and white. Mm -hmm. So it has like little white marble on the leaves. That one's mm -hmm. my favorite right now. Cause she's just, she's just so pretty and I'm just ready for her to 
trail away, but she's taking her sweet time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the um, thing about plants, you can't rush them. I know, but she's just beautiful. I can't wait. I just, I'm ready to cut her and plant her some sister plants, mm-hmm. some baby plants. So, but she's taking her a while to grow, so it's fine. <laughs> but I have those. And then I have a watermelon peperomia that has a leaf that looks like a watermelon. Ooh. That one's, that one's my favorite. She's a little hard to figure out, but we're getting there. <laughs> um, we're getting serious. There. <laughs> she is. I'm like, Melanie, come on, girl. Get it together. <laughs> so you name your plants? <laughs> I love it. No, yeah. but and and the name that you said because it's a watermelon plant makes sense. So I guess that I have a Majesty Palm. So I call her Majesty. And then I have chicks yes. and hens. Um, and so I call them chicks. And then I have a lavender plant, which I'm growing Ooh. from seeds, and it's not doing so hot, to be completely honest. I think it was supposed to sprout this week and it hasn't. So um, I'll have to figure that one out, but I call her lavender. They're all she's too. So (laughs) (laughs) yes, unless I get a really masculine looking one, then I'll have to figure that out. But lavender is, that's beautiful. Good luck from seed. Honestly, (laughs) it's like a very hipster little pot thing. So they give you like these special nitrogen. They give you these rocks looking thing and then they give you some special dirt and then they gave me some seeds I found it at the greenhouse where I got well where I was looking for majesty but the palms there were you know hundreds of dollars and I was like girl I'm gonna go over here to Lowe's (laughs) that's that's where I got my palm tree from but the lavender I got there because she was affordable but yeah yes yeah no lie I love all the plant pop-up shops I will I have bought I bought watermelon my watermelon peperomia from a local plant shop but they're expensive I yes I got all my plants from Home Depot even though they say not to get it from a big box store because the, the leaf could be damaged but if you take good care of it it will survive but if you don't and it dies, you can return your plant back to Home Depot for free and get Ooh. a brand new one. But how long? Within a year. Oh, a year? A year. Hmm, do I need the receipt? Should I keep this receipt? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just pay with a card and you're good. No, I'm here for it. Because I'm yeah. I bought a pot for her. Um, like I said, and I think it was last episode, um, she's supposed to grow to 15 to 20 feet. I do not have 15 to 20 feet in a ceiling right now. I think it's probably 10. So <laughs> I don't know uh, how that's going to go, but she has a leaf. She has two leaves sprouting up. Um, one's starting to fan a little bit. So I'm expecting it in the next month or so to like expand, um, Good for you for trying to make the the palm trees work. I don't, uh, I don't have a green thumb with the palm trees. I just, they just look hard. I just had one and it died. One, cause I left it outside and I think it's a house. It was a cat palm 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You weren't meant for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to put you outside and see how you do. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it didn't work. She was like, <laughs> I was like, ooh. Maybe I should sit you outside for somebody else. But you can't say that out loud. Otherwise, they'll really die. I believe them. <laughs> they do. They do take it to heart. I will um, vouch for them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah. be- I could talk about plants all day. I need to download an app because remembering to water this plant two times a week the lavender let me say also I said it was like this really hipster pot it has water in the bottom of the pot so and it like a wick that goes down into it I don't have to water that one chicks and hens are virtually succulents so the only one that I have to really worry about is the um majesty palm and I have to water it twice a week and um I think I only watered it once this week. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Anyways, okay. <laughs> as long as the leaves don't look too wilted, you're fine. Yeah, they don't look wilted, so that's good. Okay, so you're an actress, you're a plant mama, and I'm just going to say, like, has your left side kind of been a little heavy lately, or um does it feel a little your hands it's it looks heavy oh. to me. I don't know I don't know I just I'm for a just second noticed. I was like where is she going I got so confused I, know, I was like my I was like why would my I thought she said head I was like why would my left head be weak <laughs> or be no your left side's supposed to be stronger these days wow <laughs> No, my left hand, you know, I always use it now for everything. I'm like, <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom like, it. It's just so hot out here. Like, I have these little drips of sweat. Like, <laughs> I know. And just take, uh, wipe it off with my ring finger. I'm like, ugh. No, but I do, I do notice I use it. I do notice I use my left hand a lot since then because a lot of people will be like, oh, your ring is beautiful. I'm like, oh, thank you. I just got it. (laughs) (laughs) Like I went to Ulta the other day and I was like returning something and I was using my left hand and she was like, oh, your ring is beautiful. I was like, oh, thank you. That is, that is really pretty. And so Chelsea is engaged to Nick's brother, um, Mr. Brandon. <laughs> yes. yes. So I am. As some people call me, that's my hubby B. Your hubby B. I love it. I'm oh, here for it. Yes. Here for it. <laughs> so, how is it? How is it being engaged now? It, at first it was so weird. I was just like, I was still, I still, oh no. It's okay. You're still there, you're good. Sorry, somebody no, was right calling. Right. Oh, you're oh, no, right. yeah, all good. <laughs> I put my phone on, do not disturb real quick. Somebody <laughs> tried to call me. I, was I like, know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
her, or she texted me earlier and was like, what are you doing? Let me tell her. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm over here enjoying my time on the inner circle. <laughs> I just said, I'm on a call. I'll be a while. Is that too blunt? <laughs> It depends on what friend it is, because some of them be like, uh, I don't know who you're on the phone with, but I'm going to need you to get off the phone. Thank you. And I will say to my best friend, I'm that person. Unless she goes like, I'm on the phone with my mama. I'm like, mm, you got time today. I don't care if you at dinner or not. <laughs> <laughs> Taiti, you know who you are. Shouts out to you. <laughs> <laughs> I call okay. like three times in a row. I'm not kidding. Anyway. <laughs> but, so, yeah. um, no. Um, okay. So no, at first it was really weird because I'm still like, oh yeah, my boyfriend. I mean, mm -hmm. Beyonce. I will literally just say it like that, but it's been amazing. Literally <sighs> how it happened or it happened. And then I was like, Okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us how it happened. Yeah. Okay, okay. So Brandon had contacted my friend Chanel and was like, apparently he was like, hey, you need to tell Chelsea that she's going on this huge, that you're going to throw a huge party so that blah, 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 blah. So he can do the engagement. And she was like, okay. So she ended up calling me a week before it happened. and was like, Hey, are you off on Sunday? And that was the Sunday that we were moving into the new apartment. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was like, yeah, I'm off because we're moving. And she was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So side <laughs> note, side note, Chanel works with celebrities. She works at pure Atlanta. If mm. anybody knows what that is, it's a, like a, a big celebrity, inducing store mm -hmm. clothing store that has like Versace it has oh. like uh Balmain clothes it has everything that all the rich people wear basically mm -hmm. and so a bunch of celebrities come in there so anyway she was like listen my boss is having a um what is it called a party for to drop a lot a line she's having a launch mm -hmm. party mm -hmm. and she's having everybody's going to be there she's like cardi b's going to be there offset quavo and a few movie producers i told them about you i was like you told them about me no you didn't <laughs> and she was like seriously I, I did you have to you have to get your hair done your nails done you, you gotta look bomb i was like oh my god okay um cool i was like when does it start and she was like it starts at seven it, oh, you need to be there and i was like okay so then she hung up and I think I called Brandon right after I was like, yo, guess what? <laughs> and Brandon's like, what? <laughs> I was like, Chanel invited me to this once in a lifetime party. They're going to be, there's going to be so many celebrities and it's a, it's a launch party. Granted, this was COVID season. So I didn't think anything about COVID season. <laughs> I didn't think about it because I was like, it's a party, whatever. So then, um, so yeah, so then I told my mom and everybody, I told everybody. And so the day of, she had picked me up 
and uh no I think I met her at her friend's house and I asked her if other her other co-workers were going Mm -hmm. and she's like no Chloe's not going because we were meeting at her house Mm -hmm. and uh, um I was like okay and then Chloe came outside and I was like oh hi and she's like hey (laughs) she went back in the house Chanel sat in my car and she was texting and she's like, I have to say a speech now. But I think she was honestly texting Brandon and saying that we were on our way. Mm-hmm. And she was texting everybody. She's like, oh, I have to say a speech now. Uh, Shay- me and Shayla have to, which is her coworker. And she's like, we all have to do this, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then um, we go to get her car because she's parked in the little parking lot. And then I'm just saying all this because I feel like the emotions leading up to it, I'm like, okay, some, what, why are we taking so long? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, we go into the parking lot and we're taking pictures and everything. I was like nonchalant. I, by this time, I honestly had a small inclination. Something was about to happen. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I will be okay if we didn't go to the party, but then I will be like stoked if it was the um engagement but I was like I can't I can't have that in my head mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so by the time she was like oh my god we have to go my boss is gonna be so mad we're late and then so we pulled up to Capitol Grill and I was like Capitol Grill isn't Why this the place it? yeah <laughs> yeah well she said we were going to dinner first uh... and but she kept going back and forth and she was like oh well, we're not going to go to dinner, but then again, we, we might go, I don't know. She was, it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. So we pulled up to Capitol Grill and I was like, I remember Brandon had got a phone call from Capitol Grill on the way down to New, from New York. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> it's a long, this is a long story, but in that moment, Brandon had like, he got a call from Capitol Grill and I was like, what? So he answered it. He didn't put it on speakerphone. He just answered it. He was like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> can we, can we add a few more people? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, babe, why would Capitol Grill call you? And he said, oh, you know, um, Nick told me to throw Amber a surprise party for, for her birthday. And I was like, did her birthday just pass and he was like well it's for something I don't really know and I was just like okay literally a few minutes later he goes he goes oh babe isn't there a capital grill at perimeter that's the one we went to right I was like yeah he's like that's the only one I was like I don't know I guess I was like why and he was like I guess he thought it was in there Oh my gosh. Everybody wants to call me right now. (laughs) Um, But I guess he thought of something real quick and was like, oh, well, we just want to celebrate. That food was really good. We want to celebrate whatever since we moved down here. And I was like, okay. But after that, my mind started racing and I was like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. And I was like, what? Huh? When you pulled up, you were just kind of like, Okay, so yeah, so... when we pulled up and I was, yeah, we pulled up to Capitol Grill and I was like, wait, what is, what? I was, I was like, okay, many people go to Capitol Grill to have dinner. It's fine. So then we walk in and she's like, yeah, I'm here for, um, she didn't say it, but she was like, 
And I was like, do, 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 do. oh, nice curtains. And then <laughs> the lady was like, canvas? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I heard her. And I was like, what is happening? And so we walk up to the door and I, and Chanel opens the door and I see Brandon stand up and I'm like, I, I literally, and all my friends, and I literally walk in and um, I said, this is weird. Because <laughs> everybody's just looking at you and like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally like, uh, this is weird. And they all start laughing. And Brandon was like, hey, babe. He's like, um, I know you were expecting to see celebrities, but I am your celebrity. <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh and like I went out I walked over to him because he was here was the the door was parallel to him mm. so I walked to the back towards him and then he had his little speech and then he got down on his knee and I was like I was just in complete shock I was like yo this is happening literally it felt like it was going in slow motion that's how it was mm. Cause I was getting teary eyed, but then I literally had to disconnect and look at it. If you look at the video, you see me looking around at everybody like, oh shit, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is, but it was a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. And then it was just, it was funny cause ugh, it was great. It was really great. Now we, me and Brandon make fun of it and look at it cause the video and I'm like, He's like, will you marry me? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, I love that. I can, like, not to make this about me, but I can't even imagine, like, being proposed to. Well, one, I have no one who would propose to me. Um, but even when I do get to that level <laughs> of it, like, I can imagine like how shocked and like oh wow like this is yeah this is real no matter like if you asked me the night before like would you marry me like okay like yeah I would marry you like sure and then yeah. being proposed to it's like oh my goodness like I can't even imagine yeah that's how it feels it's 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 funny because before I left, he was like, Do you still want to marry me? I was like, Of course. I honestly I said, Of course I do. I was like, I mean, ask me in six six months because we're living together. I need to see how you live. And, <laughs> yeah. and then he was like, I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but I was oh. like, you know, as many times that he's like, we've talked about it, it it's like it didn't. It's, it's like it's not an overall shocking because mm -hmm. obviously you know it's coming, but I didn't expect it to happen that quick. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yo, what? Yeah. You want to marry me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's real. <laughs> yeah. So that, in that sense, it's fun. The emotions don't go away when you get, when you walk down the aisle either. Because I remember holding on to my dad and walking down the aisle and for some reason, it's like this whiff of like just nervousness and like you feel overwhelmed. You just start crying because you're happy. But yeah. it's like, it's just the same way as when you were 
getting proposed to because you have all these people looking at you you know yeah. and everybody's just like so excited to see like your reaction and what's going to happen next so. oh god you're making me nervous you'll be <laughs> <laughs> that's so exciting as long as you don't trip and as long as you make it all the way down the aisle and as long as you say i do and you kiss everything after that everybody get, <laughs> get drunk after that like no one remembers anything after that oh my gosh i told Brent after the engagement i was like i sat we both sat down and i was like what just happened i don't even remember what you said he's like me, sir. i was like i blacked out he was like me too <laughs> wow yeah that's so interesting to think about like from the male's perspective like as a female of course it's kind of like wow he's doing this right now and you know in a a typical um you know hetero relationship the male usually does propose and it's like dang think about all the pressure that he feels in that moment too right yeah 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 it's it's funny because not really not in the moment that I was like oh I want to be like uh um no honestly in the moment obviously I didn't think about this but I was like it would be afterwards I was like it would have been funny to be like uh yeah I would (laughs) but I know like morally that would have been he was like if you would have done that I would have been like had a heart attack (laughs) but that's just like my personality I'm just so goofy like that I would have never done that though yeah um let me think sure right let me check my schedule (laughs) no but all in all i i would definitely do the engagement again because i feel like it made me love him even more because i feel like the next two weeks after it happened i was literally on like a buzz like a love high because it's just like my spritz were up and what is it my uh vibrations how people talk my vibrations were very 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 high and I was just like always clinging to Brandon I was like I love you I love you (laughs) so I don't know yes I would totally do that again it was fun (laughs) at the wedding or at the hotel that we were at there was a wedding and um amber and i this weekend and so i i don't know it was just the when you go to weddings i'm sure i i know it's covid now so i don't and i also don't know how many weddings you used to attend before covid or anything but um when you look at things you look at things a little bit different like I'm sure being engaged like oh you know what she had pink flowers I want white flowers or she had no flowers I don't I want all the flowers or you know whatever it may be your Pinterest board is a little bit more real to you I'm sure yeah and I came from a wedding this what not this weekend but last weekend right yeah yeah we came from one last weekend and it was in Dallas Texas and Mm -hmm. It was funny because everybody was like, all right, are you taking notes? All right, <laughs> figure out what you want. And it was funny because at your wedding, Amber, your family members, as well as Brandon's family members, really were like, all right, you're next. Are you taking notes? At that time, I was like, I'm not taking notes. For what? <laughs> but 
at this wedding, I was like, okay, I like the idea that they're doing. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to spend that much on that. Or, yeah. oh, I like the bridesmaids dresses. I actually really paid attention to what I liked and what I didn't like. And I actually, and I uh, asked the bride's bridesmaid. Well, I asked the bridesmaids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I asked, I asked, oh my gosh, I can't talk. It's all <laughs> good. Look, I'd be stumbling through the whole in. show. <laughs> <laughs> I asked them and, uh, like about their weddings, if they were married and how much they're willing to spend. And they told me, so that was a good idea. And that was really refreshing to hear everybody's take and how much they spent or how much they're going to and what to avoid. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that is really nice. The only advice I would give yeah. to you is just make sure you do it the way that you want to. Because I can yeah. I can give right. you some stories about like my family, my side of the family had a whole like like crazy craziness over like the small cakes that were on every table like you they they were like having a panic attack because they were like well what if people eat the cake before like dinner and what if people are touching them like it'll be fine like they won't have any serving you know utensils to get in the cake until until then and then like I had to go (laughs) battle for that because they were like you need to get a a tear cake and we don't need all these cakes on the tables like but it's something I wanted so I'm my advice to you is just say like even if people are contributing to the wedding to help you pay for it or whether you and Brandon are paying for the entire thing stick to what you want like don't let anybody because at the end of the day this is your day that you want to look back on and it's really important for you to have what you want especially if you're going to spend a lot of money or not spend a lot of money like mm-hmm. it's your day it's about you and Brandon mm-hmm. so and also even <clears throat> like we all know some girls that go like super crazy over weddings and like they're stressing their fiance out and their family out and stuff like that at the end of the day after you say I do even though you and Brandon are in love with each other and it's not going to be an issue but just remember like the wedding is only one day the marriage is a lifetime yeah. so you don't you don't want to be doing acting crazy and doing anything that could uh jeopardize you actually getting to the day because i've heard of that too girls will be going crazy and their parents at the ceremony be like well we almost didn't make it to today because you know the bride is a little nuts <laughs> like, you don't want to yeah you don't want to you don't want to be that girl they're just being funny they're being funny but there are some brides that we were at the wedding that they are um, a little headstrong even before they even got married if that makes sense they have that yeah. personality and so yeah. the wedding is just bringing more out of them that's a little bit it's like being pregnant all pregnant women are crazy some of the brides <laughs> are crazy too <laughs> like, so they, i can definitely see myself turning into a bridezilla but for me, because I want everything to be perfect, but mm-hmm. I, if I, if I don't give myself that many options, mm-hmm. then I feel like I won't turn into that. So I would just limit, I'm going to try to limit myself to maybe a handful of options per 
per category or something like that yeah. so so I won't be like okay well it has to be like this yeah. and I can't compare and mm-hmm. that's I think that's the biggest thing is not comparing myself to everybody and I'm sure Brandon's in the next room going that's right that's That's right right. (laughs) it's kind of hard because like especially if you go to like weddings that are super like over the top where you know they spent like a good hundred thousand on just like a whole bunch of stuff to weddings where maybe they only spent a few thousand you know you can kind of see what you like but you know, the, the $100,000 are always going to be the ones that you're like, this is so beautiful. You know, they have all these flowers. Her dress is gorgeous. Oh my gosh. They gave me ballerina, you know, ballerina shoes to take off my, you know, heels at the end of the night and all these snack bars and like full, you know, liquor and all this other stuff. And you see those prices and you're like, girl, no, I'm not paying all that, you know, like, no, not buying a house for a wedding. Like I read Yeah. So. Yeah, I was asking the girls. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're asking the girls. No, I was asking the bridesmaids um, their experiences, and they said they went to a Texas wedding from one of their friends, and they they went big, but they spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for their wedding. Uh-uh. Like, Did they already a have house. a house? Did they already have a house or was yes okay. they had a down payment okay. for a house and everything still okay and okay. I was like dang what do they do and she was like it's what their parents do I was yes. like oh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense yeah yeah that is a big difference to make um which while we're talking about a house or marriage there's a whole Netflix show called marriage or mortgage that I've been looking that I've been watching and so basically the um, couple comes in and they tell them how much they have for either a down payment or a house. And then they'll show them the houses that they could get with the down payment that they have or the wedding that they can curate for them for the um, amount of money that they would have to mm. allocate towards it. And it's really interesting. Um, how many people choose wedding? Um, now we're not talking about $200,000. We're talking $30,000 most of the time, um, which is still a good amount of money, but, um, yeah. So it's just interesting to see how many people would choose a wedding over a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, I think because it's all like a girl dreams about and we see it on TV, mm-hmm. how a lot of girls dream of their big wedding. Honestly, I used to want a big wedding and, Brandon told his mom that I wanted an elephant to ride on going in. (laughs) There's a small part of me that still wants that, but I know that's animal cruelty and that that elephant is going to be expensive. But maybe if I get to play Princess Jasmine (laughs) on TV. (laughs) I totally would love to see your wedding because I know your dress is going to be beautiful um and I also think about having nothing less than an elephant and Brandon making it happen no matter what (laughs) (laughs) yeah his mom was like who's paying for that I'm not and I was like come on let's see you know you want to have that elephant there no 
I it would be a, I'm like at a loss for words, but it would be a good story. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have that. No, it sounds magical though. I honestly was probably watching Aladdin, and I thought of that. I was like, well, that would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, did you say Princess Jasmine or Princess P- Tiana? Ooh. Jasmine. Jasmine. Yes, I, I, I'm here with you. Damn. Yes, even though they already came out with a live action. <sighs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Growing up for me, I definitely was into um, Princess Jasmine, but that was because no, there was no Tiana. So it wasn't until I was in high school. Um, Princess Tiana came out, um, and I would definitely love to have a wedding inspired by Princess Jasmine. Like the purples, is that what you're thinking? Or what are you thinking? Golds and purples and elegance and um, I don't know. Are you going to have a monkey there too? Oh my God. <laughs> no. Ah, little Abu. Yes, no. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. no, no, I, her colors are a blue, like a teal oh. blue and oh. gold, but that would actually be really pretty. I mean, Brandon does like the Tiffany blue, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm all- <laughs> I, I honestly haven't thought that far for colors. <laughs> no, no. Nor should you. You should. You still have plenty of time. I'm just like, um, I'm just excited. I guess. <laughs> I, I, what I'm most excited for is to try on dresses. I'm oh so- yes. I just can't wait. But I, I need to go on like a binge workout for like six months, and, I'll be, and then I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you need a trainer i have one so let me know (laughs) okay (laughs) i probably need one to whip myself into shape yeah okay so we didn't invite you only here to talk about your engagement um (laughs) i even though that's like very exciting um with being an actress especially in atlanta i know you've had like a lot of cool experiences working for the Tyler Perry um, uh, studios and stuff like that. And then also the movies that you have been a part of. Um, I'm just curious, like, did you always know you wanted to be an actress or? Yes, I wanted to be an actress, honestly. <sighs> I wanted to be an actress when I was like in middle school and the Disney Channel summer games happened, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, wow, they look like they're having so much fun. And I literally was like, yo, I, this is for real. I need to do this. But um, before, really before that, I just loved watching movies and I would always watch the behind the scenes videos mm-hmm. and I just fell in love with how much fun they looked like they were having. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I just, I just wanted to be in that, in that with them. Yeah. And so when I started to, I would always look up the casting director and be like, okay, who is this person? And, but I would never do anything about it. So I'm just like, hmm. And I would always tell my mom, I was like, can I please 
like, can we move to LA? Can I go be a child actor? And she was like, no, when you graduate high school. And then by that time I graduated high school, I was like, okay, I'm not going to college. I'm going straight to California. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you are getting an education. And I was like, why? And she was like, you need a backup plan. I was like, I don't need one. So <laughs> she uh, basically made me go and go to college. So I applied, I went to college, I graduated and now um, I finally get to fulfill my dreams. <laughs> yeah, that's always the biggest thing. Like I, I shared, I wanted to be a cosmetologist. Mom said no. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the real thing about you and how you know that's your passion and where you are supposed to be is that you actually went and did it like after you got your degree. Um, yeah just to fulfill whatever it is like mama wants like happy mom happy life whatever um and so now that you're an actress like what was your first like stepping into the field um the first step I did I was in Indiana still and I I mean I was in theater I was in the drama club in high school and I did it in college too some but I feel like I wasn't really serious in college I was just like enjoying college life you know yeah and um whenever I graduated I was like okay I stayed in Indiana for two years before I actually moved so I can save money but I ended up auditioning and I got an agent and I auditioned for this um feature film and I got the leading role which was awesome Mm -hmm. and it was funny because the they I was how old was I I was 21 at the time Mm -hmm. and the lady that casted me she thought I was in my 30s and I was like what would give her that idea (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh my gosh but she casted me in such an adult role like it was a role where I was the other woman to this man and um he was married and everything and I had honestly it had a few like uh, sex scenes in it and I was just Mm -hmm. like oh I'll be fine I was talking to my mom I I was like okay I need to work out I got this role, but it was just amazing to get the role because I just jumped up and down and screamed mm-hmm. and I cried and I was like, mama, this is happening. I got the role and she was like, I'm so happy for you. So she went out shopping with me and prepared me, helped me prepare for the role. Mm-hmm. Um, but that movie really didn't take off to, to anything. Mm-hmm. So, and they were like, you're getting paid and everything. They didn't like really pay us. And mm-hmm. Got it. I'm honestly glad because in that moment, I knew that I was not ready for any kind of sex scene or I wasn't ready to do that stuff. And I think I needed to have that first role to see that, um, Mm -hmm. to actually tell myself being like, okay, you're ready when whatever you're, you won't be ready. And I think that's definitely helped me along the way applying to roles and seeing where it takes off because you know yeah I've heard sex scenes are not as like people even if it comes off on the camera as it's like super graphic and stuff like that I heard like really when you're recording it it's so awkward 
Like you have to kind of get in the, you have to kind of get in the spirit or the, the mood and you have mm-hmm. to like really, I don't know, like act it out, but like, in, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's believable on camera, but like really behind the scenes, it's just like weird. Is it kind of like that or no? Well, the one I did, they didn't have an intimacy coach and that's something new that a lot of sets have, which mm-hmm. I think is amazing that they have yeah. it. Um, but this is something that I just found out actually, um, they have intimacy coaches or intimacy, intimacy, yeah, they have, uh, coordinators on set to make sure like no body gets, um, inappropriately touched that they're not supposed to, mm-hmm. and they teach them how to make it look very intimate on camera. And um, they also wear these like thong, mm-hmm. the guy and the girl both wear these thong cups that cup the front mm-hmm. and they only show the back. And I just, I'm like, what? I would love to shadow an intimacy coordinator just to see what they do and how, yeah. what they do on camera. Like going on Euphoria, I'd be like, can I just like- Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah because that's a very heavy sexual show um, so, yeah. Yeah, but that so. is that's something that is on set for people and they have to sign a contract saying that they because a lot of because of the me too movement they have mm-hmm. that in place so it's really nice what is your favorite role so far because I saw you in the, was it, you were playing like a a sorority sister, like an older sorority sister. Uh, yeah. That was really good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's going to have to be my favorite one. That was actually for my cousin's production. He lives here and he's a producer. Mm-hmm. And he, um, the, him and his buddy were doing a, a real company to make reels for people, for <laughs> actors. And that was one of them. So unfortunately that wasn't a like a full-fledged project, but I kind of wanted to be because that was honestly my favorite character to play. <laughs> she was so like, she wasn't really like, can I cuss on here? Yes. yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she wasn't really bitchy, but she was like, I like, I'm not at fault here. Why, why are you grilling me on something that this girl caused? And she was just mm-hmm. very really passive aggressive and I'm very passive aggressive and yeah I just she's just my favorite I was actually thinking about I still have the outfit that I wore and I was thinking about creating her character and just writing my own dialogue and just posting Mm -hmm. videos of her online on that yes that would be good yeah I I might really have to do it because I was I just I want to redo that so bad or just add on to it Mm-hmm. so oh. as like um through your actress career have you faced like any adversity or like what is something for someone who wants to come into the field of acting um that they should keep in mind that maybe you didn't know before you started um something if someone's listening to this and they're trying wanting to get into acting and I and but they're also listening to other like 
podcasts about acting and videos, I, I, I think it's very common that you need to get into classes because my idea was, okay, I need an agent right off the bat. I need mm-hmm. someone to plug me, to help me get in. Mm-hmm. But little did I know, I was, I literally was telling people, I was like, I don't need classes. I'm already good. Mm-hmm. Like I was good in my hometown. Yeah. But there's other people here better than you. So mm-hmm. for literally for a year after almost a year and a half, after I moved down here, I was like, I don't need class. I would take a class here and there, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't ongoing. Mm-hmm. And I did have an agent, but I wasn't booking. Mm-hmm. I was getting a lot of auditions, but I wasn't booking. And I was like, and that was for two years. And I was like, why? I literally emailed my agent. I was like, can you give me feedback? And she was like, no, you need to get into class. And I'm like, who do I, I knew, I knew nothing mm-hmm. that I thought I knew. I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think the best thing to do when you're starting an acting career is to do your research online and find out the local classes near you for acting and look at the reviews, ask around and see who is an actor that's working, mm-hmm. a working actor that is coaching. That's mm-hmm. the best coaching that you'll get because they actually know what's going on in the business. Yeah. Uh, or if you can get into a weekend intensive with a well-known like maybe director or casting director those are really really good but don't just jump into an agent thinking that you need one because honestly you really don't need an agent to perfect your craft yeah yeah you know that's that's what I wish I knew (laughs) yeah that's really useful because I mean I'm not in the acting um sphere but I do feel like okay well if I wanted to be let's see what the classes teach me (laughs) yeah go ahead no I was gonna say and a lot of people want to take these acting classes not only for acting but they it opens them up and if you're an introvert it's good to take acting classes because it gets you in front of people and talking and performing and that's why they say get speakers people who speak for a living or motivational speakers or whatever should take an acting class so they can be comfortable talking in front of people or being very vulnerable because really acting you're very vulnerable and sometimes it's hard to get your get out of your own head and stop being so vulnerable and I mean stop being so like closed in mm-hmm. and that's something yeah. to learn about yourself too yeah, yeah. so true mm-hmm. and I think it's really important what you said too because you mentioned how you went from like how you were doing productions and acting in, in high school and college and like you were training this entire time but like the training can only go so far until like you get in there with the big leagues and you you realize like you know what the Gabrielle unions and you know the Angelina Jolie's and all that other stuff like all those people have to do in the background to kind of get prepared because when I think of acting I also think of like a person that I think has had so many different roles that are so different from each other there's two people that come to mind and it's like will actually three people and unfortunately they're all male but they're the first ones that come in my into my head is like will smith yeah like different types of ones denzel jones 
or Denzel Washington. Washington. Sorry, not Jones. Mm-hmm. Who's Denzel Jones? Denzel um, Washington. Isn't that his that? son? Uh, well, I think his son would still have the last name of Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where. Yeah, okay, that's a good from. point. But Denzel Washington. And then also um, Jamie Foxx. Like, I think Jamie Foxx is probably the most, like, out of the three of them. I've He's been in so many different things on top of singing and, and all this different things. Acting yeah. or, like, yeah. shows and movies. And so I'm sure he probably, like, he would have taken the advice that you gave to Chelsea. Like, he's probably been in classes. I'm sure he probably wouldn't have been able to go from, like, the Jamie Foxx show to playing, like, Ray. Ray. You know, mm-hmm. like, without mm-hmm. having you know that acting class where you can mm-hmm. kind of change into those funny character to someone that's like super serious mm-hmm. yeah no that's right and some of them are still taking classes I think I remember hearing that Will Smith still takes classes but it's good to still to stay keep up with the times because they say the industry is an ever-changing the acting industry is an ever-changing industry because mm-hmm. rules keep changing mm-hmm. and I think that's amazing, depending on what the rule is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's funny because I think whenever I was in high school or college, I really wasn't putting my all into it. I was just, I guess, testing it out, see if I really like it. And mm-hmm. it was mediocre, but I'm sure at the time I was like, yo, I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember something in college. I had, we had these theater plays for our theater, for our senior thesis. And I was casted into three small short plays. And granted, this was all theater. So I had that theater training. Theater mm-hmm. training is good to an extent if you're trying to do TV. Yeah. But um, I just remember my, my acting, the teacher, the acting teacher was like, you're really good, Chelsea. You need to continue this. And I'm like, yeah. And then I kind of let him down after the fact because I auditioned for the play and he was like, oh, okay, I'm really excited for this. You guys, she's good. Mm-hmm. And I did it and he was like, oh, I just felt like, I was like, that is a letdown. I was like, Aww. Aww. I was like, dang, I kind of, I kind of shouldn't have done that. But then it, it made me realize like, you're, you need to practice and you need to go over yeah. the monologue. Yeah as many times and that's kind of what I need to remember mm-hmm. and I try to remember that moment because I had not only let him down but I let myself down mm-hmm. because my confidence mm-hmm. <laughs> at the time but yeah I try to stay in class as much as possible I try to practice and get into these classes with casting directors as much as possible yeah as much as my budget allows me to because it gets pricey (laughs) yeah I can imagine yeah 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 I think mm -hmm. acting is like the most expensive hobby out there besides flying but Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it is expensive well I know you were on a billboard recently yes so tell us about that project Yes, no, so I am in class with a few, um, I was in class with a few actors, and um, they were trying to get everybody together to make a project, so 
Um, this is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we were, so they decided to do one girl cre- created it and wrote it, co-wrote it with one of the other guys. I think it's about six of us that were in class together. And um, they wrote it and they asked a few others to be in it. So I was casted as one of the leads in this TV series called Magic Boyfriends. It's about this girl who found out she was a witch and she asked her friends to help her do a seance on all of our, all of their boyfriends. And we did that. And in episode two, come to find out something bad happened to the potion. Mm. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good, honestly. And, um, but yeah, so the guy who is the producer of the show, he has been doing a lot of marketing and everything. And then he decided to put it on a billboard that is um, south of Atlanta. It's like going north into Atlanta, the city. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey guys, I did a thing and I put you guys on a billboard and it's like the main picture of all four of us. And I was like, yo, this was one of my dreams that came true. I wanted to be on a billboard. And it, I mean, I feel like just because it's a small project, like there is ways to achieve greatness from it. And I just, yeah. yeah. That's that's really awesome. I, I admire that for sure. I'm sure it felt like a, a, a dream come true. And also just like, I really just did that. Like I came, I've done all this and this is where like, it's gotten me and people are seeing my face as they pass by mm-hmm. yes it was a revolving uh billboard so there's mm-hmm. that but it was still up there and people still saw it and it was funny because me and my friend went out there to pop a bottle in front of it mm-hmm. <laughs> i and saw that story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had to nobody, literally nobody else went went out there to go like celebrate and i was like I'm going out there to celebrate this win because yeah, yeah. no matter how big or small the win is, it's still a win, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, so we went out there and this guy was like, hey, it's your birthday. And I was like, no, <laughs> my face is on the billboard. And <laughs> it's so exhilar- exhilarating and it was just amazing. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm ready for more. I'm ready to see more of my face on billboards. <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. I I definitely uh, would love to see your face on more billboards as well. <laughs> yes. yes, that would be amazing. Um, every time I drive down Atlanta, there's a there's a street that you get off of an exit, and it's the Ivan Allen uh road parkway or something like that downtown and there's a huge coke billboard on the side of a building and it's always has something about coke obviously and i'm just like i would love to be on that billboard and just (laughs) hold a coke and be like peace (laughs) i'm enjoying my my coca-cola i know also um like actors and actresses always have a like um 
vibrant personality and I definitely see that in you but how have you had to um like taking on new characters and stuff like that do you usually choose characters that are pretty close to you or like or when you're casted should I say the the characters are close to you or like at a casting call how does it go do you choose the character you're auditioning for or do you just audition and they place you wherever like you fit so if it was a casting call yes I would choose the character that most resonates with me because that is who I am I'm very if there's a if okay if on a call sheet or not on a call sheet on a casting call if there is a bubbly personality person and then there's like a mean I do tend to gravitate toward bubbly because that's who I am Mm -hmm. but um I definitely have to if in class they give me a script um to practice with um and the person has like an attitude or they're mean I definitely it took me a long time to stop smiling all the time and I still (laughs) I still have to tell myself okay relax your face Mm -hmm. get who who is this about because I really have to do a mental reset Mm -hmm. on why I'm feeling this way and all that stuff so I still do it's it's a process to get myself not to be bubbly as much and I'm learning that and literally Chelsea in 2019 acting is so different than Chelsea 2021 acting I just Mm -hmm. I thank God for being able to go to class and learn how to be different. (laughs) (laughs) Not be so bubbly all the time and high energy. I can learn to be low energy. But um, on how casting calls work, there's an app. There's a few apps and websites out there for actors to get on. But the main one is Actors Access. And it's kind of like a LinkedIn for actors almost. Yeah. So one day I'm going to have to show you guys, but um, they have an app and a website. So whenever you log in, you have like your little profile Mm -hmm. and you go to, I think it says submissions, I think. Okay. And you click on submissions and it breaks down to region. So you choose your region, wherever you're at. Ours is Southeast. And um, it has like a list of everything that's casting in the Southeast. Some of them are like LA, New York, wherever. But, um, and on the app, it shows you your match, who you matched with. So I matched with like 18 to 28 age range. And I can play like African-American or biracial. Okay. Um, Like that's what I have clicked. And I have clicked um, like so whatever kind of sports, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I would show you, but I'm talking on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it like says it'll, hold on. I'm going to talk you through it as I do it. Because it's really interesting. That is interesting. And thinking about the different categories that are a part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um I always found it so interesting when we look at these teen shows and they're like 30 playing a 16 year old and I'm like but now teenagers are sitting here thinking like 
this is how old they need to be or um, um more recently i was watching um a netflix show called gina and georgia mm-hmm. and oh i want to watch that it was so good the mom was like i think either she was only a little bit older than the daughter and you know it's the mom and the daughter and the daughter is 29 playing a 16 year old or something like that and the mom is like 32 playing the mom and it's like oh in wow. real world there's no way that you'd be able to have a <laughs> child that that was older than you or uh that's age and that's like the reality not the reality but the fictional reality that we see on tv yeah, they say that, um, I, I listen to a lot of casting directors talk and they say that black women and men have a longer age range to play that age, even though they're like 20, 10 to 20 years older than what they're playing. Mm-hmm. Whereas every, like majority of everyone else, like Caucasian or, um, sometimes Asian, Asian, a lot of Asian people can play younger, mm-hmm. but whereas everyone else, they kind of age quicker and yeah. they look quicker. So like there could be a girl that plays a 32 year old and she's really 25, you know, a lot. And a lot of that plays in like how you eat and how you take care of yourself. But a lot of, um, black women do play younger because uh, I don't know I guess black don't crack you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know what you're saying <laughs> but that's why I'm trying to watch what I eat and all that stuff as much as I try because and try to keep my skin clear so that I can stay because one of my goals is to play a high school student because I still look young yeah you do and that's uh so then the care of your skin and how you live your life is always keeping in mind that too I'm sure yeah yes there was a question that I had asked um because Chelsea and I were talking a little bit earlier before we were recording (laughs) and we were talking about hair and different things like that and I was just asking her because she was just telling me about how she had how she was doing her hair this week and so I asked her um do you have to consider what type of hair you have to wear when you're doing any type of casting calls or mm. um you know going for a role and so we were going to wait until we talked right now because when that when I was talking to her I thought about I'm talking about you like you're not here but when we were talking <laughs> uh we were like I was thinking about just different um individuals like if you ha- think about the Gabrielle unions and the Megan Goods and and, you know, some of the other Black actresses that back in the 90s and 2000s, their hair were like bone straight, like yeah. bone straight weave, usually pretty long, unless you're Neil Long or Holly Berry, like you can get away mm-hmm. with like the short haircut. And so um, I was just curious, like, what would you say is you consider that when you are like um, trying out for a role? Yes. So um, whenever we submit to um, roles on, say, Actors Access, whenever you submit to a role, you have to 
submit with headshots. Mm -hmm. And so they say your headshot should be what you look like now. And sometimes this can be confusing, but they say that, especially if you change your hair a lot, to have up to from four to eight different types of headshots on your profiles. So you should have maybe like for me, I should have a straight hair. I should have a curly hair. I should have a natural hair. I should have a, um, a braid hairstyle because mm -hmm. those are the, the same like five, four hairstyles that I typically go for. Mm -hmm. And that's what they say you should do. But if you, and plus it'll give versatility yeah. um, on what other characters you could play because if you saw me with straight hair, you wouldn't want to cast me as the Afro, uh, um, what is it? The <laughs> like an Afrocentric type natural. Like yeah, I was gonna say that, but I know. Yes, don't have that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Afrocentric woman from, or the woman in high school that is, um, standing up for like black power and all that stuff you yeah. wouldn't you probably they probably would have that character if she was getting into it and she didn't know that but they would have someone that has like natural hair and afro yeah. power you know yeah. yeah so that's why i need to add some of that on there how and, yeah uh, i was just gonna ask like how different is it do you think I mean you've never been a white actress but like <laughs> um, knowing the field of acting um like are there nuances to being a black actress um can you further the question like uh, as in uh, you said you have to choose like you have to have more headshots um, that show the different types of hairstyles that you would wear and stuff like that. Do you feel yeah. that there's like a little bit of a difference in being a black actress than uh, maybe the white acting or do you go to a multicultural class or like who are you usually around? You know what I mean? Like, is there a different culture? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it totally is it's funny because we always talk about this in class uh, we were just talking about this the other day because we're refreshing our brands and everything mm -hmm. um so my coach um is Angela Davis she is oh, oh, um, huh? oh Angela Davis uh like the activist Angela yeah. Davis oh <laughs> yes very cool very no, cool. no, 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 no. Oh, Everybody oh. always says, says that about her. She's, oh. no, that's not. <laughs> oh, she, oh, oh. Um, have you ever seen Cloak and Dagger? No, I have not. Okay. Um. Oh, what about, what's that stripper show that just came out on Stars? Oh, is it, uh, it Claws? Oh, no. Oh, no, not Claws. What'd you say? I said, isn't Angela Davis an activist? This, she said it's she not is. that there one. is an activist yeah okay. yeah she said not movie. that angela davis this is a different uh, angela davis got it got it <laughs> <laughs> no but anyway she's an actress here in atlanta she's black and mm -hmm. um she tells us about everything that's in the industry and everything and it's good to know that um some stuff that she knows because she's a working actress but um they it is hard. 
not saying that it's harder for a black actor versus like a white actor, but if you put it's, they say it's easier for a director or a casting director to see, this is really bad, but it's to, to be, if they, if there was a, I'm trying to describe this in a good way. Mm-hmm. I mean, just say it wrong. Um, yeah, we're all right with it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's easier for a white person to get casted in different roles because that's all that people have seen. You know, mm-hmm. that if it's, a white act, if it's a white director or casting director that's casting for this show, they already know Jack the Ripper because he was yeah. white. They already know Sarah the cheerleader because she was mm-hmm. white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they've seen that throughout their lifetime. So they know what that girl looks like. They don't, they don't have to have they don't have to see her look crazy on her headshot or with curly hair because they can already envision it in their head. Yeah. For black people, we kind of have to show them what it looks like because they're ju- I feel like they're just now used, they're just now open to the idea of casting a black girl as the girl next door or a black girl mm-hmm. as the lead character or the black, a black guy as the surgeon of yeah. the hospital. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we have to, we kind of have to throw on our scrubs or fake scrubs and take a picture so that they can see what we look like as a surgeon. Or we need to take up all our makeup off to see that we look like the struggling person, that Mm. struggling mom or the struggling teenager, you know? Yeah. It's, It's honestly really sad, but it's, it's great that they're wanting to have more black leads in films and black series regulars but it's sad in the fact that we still have to show create create their imagination for them yeah 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 Yeah. it's funny because you when you were saying that i was thinking about morris chestnut i can't remember exactly what show he's in right now uh Mm -hmm. That's going to bother me, but he's in a TV show. I think it's on ABC or NBC. Um, let me look it up really quick. But, um, huh? What'd you say? I don't know. I was laughing. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. I was going to say it's, it is hard because a lot of like, especially in the 90s and the early 2000s, a lot of like Black people were just playing like the drug dealer, yep. the baby mama, yep. the, the ghetto woman. And now they're, it's good it's changing so it's really exciting especially for me people like me that mm-hmm. have no inclination of ghettoness in my body <laughs> you know i know and i do know just, i really <laughs> yes. so it's 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 great to that not have great. to yeah so I think it's Rosewood is what I was thinking about, but mm-hmm. that has nothing. He that he's not a doctor there. Oh, that's gonna bother me because I swear I thought I just saw him. But I think Rosewood isn't he like a um uh I wouldn't I say haven't like seen Rosewood for you. Like he's a police officer, I think, um, in that one. But uh, there's another show. I thought he was in like um chicago md or something md but maybe maybe i just made that up in my head you're um, thinking of yeah. chestnut yes more chestnut because i'm thinking of him like in because I, I agree with you when you were talking about he's like a perfect example of that 
he was in the boys in the hood he was in best man he was in like think like a man he was in two can play that game like he was in kind of like these more um uh black movie films yeah yeah and then like he but it was more majority movies and then like breaking into the tv show i would be really curious to know how he felt going into like Rosewood and you know another person I'm thinking of is um uh, Shaman Moore like he's yes. one mm-hmm. that's kind of <laughs> and even I think is it Ice yeah. T Ice T is a, another one too like yeah wow. he was on um CSI or yeah. yeah he was on CSI and then Shaman Moore Criminal Minds is still by far like one of my favorite shows. I still rewatch it. I actually bought the series, which is weird, but um, <laughs> like on DVDs and right now I don't even have a DVD player. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's just going to say I love me Shaman Moore, but yeah, Shaman uh, Moore is fine. Well, funny story, my geometry teacher in high school, he used to play baseball and he told me that he played baseball with Shaman Moore out in California mm. oh wow yeah because Shaman Moore is actually a really good baseball player like he could have gone pro or did go pro or something like that but he has a yeah. body as a baseball player yes he does <laughs> yes he does indeed <laughs> Moore. but yeah <clears throat> well, um I think you were Amber you were saying uh Morris Chestnut, he was on The Resident, it looks like. Okay, maybe that's what I was thinking. When he was, is that, is that a medical show? Because I swear yeah. I saw him in a white coat. And this was like, rec- this probably had to be at least in the last year or two. Yes, he, it looks like he is a, he's been on 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29 episodes. So he looks like a regular. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay. So you're not crazy. Thank you, Chelsea, for fact checking. (laughs) (laughs) That the resident is actually filmed here in Atlanta. Oh, cool. Yeah, I have not watched one episode, but I I need to watch it because it films here. Yes. And I would love to be on one episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. Well, we have one I have one last question. Taylor, you can ask your question. Um what would you say is a role that would literally blow your whole dreams away? Like I, like for an example, I was listening to, I think it was the actress that played, let me, let me not even, cause I keep, yeah. I'm going to call Denzel Washington, <laughs> Denzel Jones and all sorts of stuff. So let me not even name drop, but I know you mentioned how you play the bubble, bubbly character all the time, um, or mm-hmm. you gravitate towards that. Not necessarily play it, but you gravitate towards that role. Is uh-huh. there any particular series right now, like whether it's a movie or a TV show or theater, that you would be like, oh my gosh, if I had a chance to work with this director or this actress or within this role, this would literally be my wildest dreams that is honestly a hard question because i watch so much tv and i'm like <laughs> oh, yeah. um you know 
since I am so bubbly and everything and everybody's always like, you're nice. I have a nice face, like a nice person's face. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, if someone looked at me, they were like, no, she's not mean. She did. <laughs> she does not look mean. Yeah. Um, I would love to play the mean girl or someone who is like, and it was funny because we were just talking about this in class too, mm-hmm. how I can pass as the mean person, but because in real life, I can be very passive aggressive, but when I get in front of a camera, I can kind of shy away. So I really, my dream, one of them is to be able to be the mean person on TV, not to, mm-hmm. too mean to where they get bullied, but to mean like a passive aggressive mean, like yeah. mm, your shoes untied or, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. get out of my office. Yeah. yeah. The one who is rude, but really cares about the person, you know? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That tough love type of character. It's kind of, it's kind of vindictive. Like yeah. you're sweet, but then at the same time, like you poison the tea in the background or something. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I really, before the show ended, I really wanted to be on, um, Riverdale. I oh, would love mm-hmm. to go to Riverdale. It shoots in ca- in um ter- in Canada. I think oh, in really? Ontario. Yeah, and mm. I would have loved to be been on that show, but I don't know what show I would be like. I would die for. Yeah. Because all the good shows that I know are gone. They're off. I would honestly, I would love to play a character on Grey's Anatomy. That would that would be pretty cool. Why did I think that Even, for you? Mm-hmm. You said what? I thought of that for you as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I I would literally, if I had a resident, like if I was on there for a resident job, I would just shadow you. I'd be like, can I just see a day in a life? <laughs> of me? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm a little bit removed from the medical medical of it, but <laughs> you can shadow me if you want to. <laughs> uh, I love Grey's Anatomy too. That was what really um, sparked further interest, not just got me into wanting to be a doctor, but like, oh, I could be like a Maggie um, Pierce. Yes. Yeah, so, but. Yeah. I love that show. I haven't watched this latest season. The last episode I watched was when she saw Derek on the beach, like the sec- second episode, and she hasn't. No, she talked to her, the guy friend that died. That's the last episode I watched mm. that she saw on the beach. So I haven't, I don't keep up with it because, I mean, I have basic cable, but I wait till it the whole season drops That's right. so I can watch it, binge watch it, but. Mm-hmm. Has streaming changed? Okay, this is the last question. <laughs> Has streaming? I know, forever. I know, right? Has streaming changed, um, like actor roles and stuff like that? Not really the roles, but it's changed. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but it's called pilot season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, you probably have because you guys are from California. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so that streaming has changed pilot season a whole lot because during pilot season, that's 
really pilot season is in this in the winter time like late winter early spring a little mm -hmm. bit i believe in january i haven't really went through a pilot season because they don't really do that here in atlanta and i probably missed the boat anyway but um they gear that up because kids watch tv so they gear it so that about time by the time school starts again Mm -hmm. which is in August, September, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. show's the premiere mm -hmm. and everything. But now with streaming, everything is just coming out left and right. Like yep. there's a show that just dropped on Monday. There's a show that's dropping in April or in May, whatever. So, you know, it's just very random. So there's really no such thing as pilot season. There will be pilots that come out, but they, they'll drop it whenever they're ready. Like they'll, yeah. they start to, instead of releasing it episode by episode, they release it by season now. So mm -hmm. pilot season is, has been a little bad. And with COVID, they announced, well, now it's getting better, but they said they're announcing that they stopped really giving the small roles that don't really cater to the main story they're just fillers like mm -hmm. like if you went to a restaurant and the lady was like would you like coffee or tea that's mm -hmm. a filler that's a co-star role or like a guest star role yeah something that really has nothing to do with the storyline but it helps the character move yeah and they said they started cutting those off so that there mm -hmm. won't be a lot of people in the room for covid and i was like oh my gosh i need a co-star though yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah hopefully that changes back after you know we're kind of seeing towards the end of this covid thing you know slowly but surely i don't think we're ever going to get back to where we were before yeah i definitely think that we're probably going to be a lot better than where we're at yeah yeah, yeah. i sure i think a lot of people are opening up and letting people not mandate masks because yeah. of the a vaccine so yeah we'll see yes yes well thank you very much chelsea for sharing your experience with us it was a pleasure having you we've been waiting we know you've been waiting but we've also been waiting <laughs> <laughs> it came very quick i was like oh today's the day <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, if um, people want to yes. find you, where mm -hmm. if people want to ask you any questions, or if they want to see your reels, where could where should they reach yes. out? Where they can they find you? Yes. Um, I am on Instagram at chelsea.ledsinger, C H E L S E A dot L E D singer. And yes, that is my last name. I am not a singer. Everybody keeps asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> that you can find my, you can get in touch with me there. On my Instagram and my bio is a the link tree and it links to my actors access to my IMDB profile. Um, it links to my magic boyfriend's um, episodes. So that'll be there dropping episode two soon. So awesome. yes, if you guys have any questions about acting and you want to get started, you don't wonder if you want to move to Atlanta, hit me up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. For thank you for having me. Thank Absolutely. you for coming anytime. <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, Taylor, what is the self-care tip for the week? Okay, so um, the little dice is rolling in my head, and I think it's landed um, where I am currently at. Um, I've been taking a lot of just kind of little chips lately, like the last two weekends I've been out. I'm thinking about doing a staycation next weekend. Um okay. And also just meeting people and being encouraged to really have the experience that I want to have um, mm-hmm. while I'm here. Um, and so um, I'm just thinking about Nicholas's uncle and he said something that kind of resonated with me. Um, he said, to live like you die tomorrow and to learn like you're going to live forever. Mm. And um, I really like that um, quote um, because that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I'm trying to learn as much as possible um, through experiences, through new people, um, going new places while I'm here in the Midwest still. Um, (laughs) It's so easy to just go from state to state. (laughs) But um, yeah, and so I just, the self-care tip of the week is to be encouraged to live the life that you want to live because you never know when tomorrow may not come not to be morbid or anything like that but um as i get older i just start to realize how much time can fly and i start to have a true fear of failure to launch to be honest um which if anyone's not aware of what that is is missing your window which everybody's window is different but to be the success that you feel that you can be. Um, And I know I'm only 23, um, so I still got time, but at the same time, there's certain moves you have to make at any given time um, to live like you're gonna die tomorrow, right? So um, right now, it's really just getting experiences and feeling empowered and encouraged to do as I want to do and um, maybe tap into some repressed parts of yourself. Um, It's kind of hard for me to give a specific uh, action-based advice on how to get into that. But for me, it really just came through meditation and journaling when I was like, you know what, Taylor, like, you have so many thoughts and ideas. What is it that you really want out of life? Mm -hmm. And so um, that's kind of where I started. Um, Maybe for you, it can look like maybe trying a different way of eating. So if you always have Mm -hmm. chicken and broccoli for lunch, maybe switch it up and make it fishing um something else and then Mm -hmm. uh I don't know like I really have no action base to this because it is going to look so unique and small noticeable changes in the way that you live your life can really spark the change that I'm referring to um so there's that I would definitely say that. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I said, I was just going to say, and I'll leave that there. But what were you going to say? I was going to say that's real. 
Um, mm-hmm. And when I lived in, um, I lived in Ohio when I first graduated from school, I went through kind of like a, a transition period that was a little bit eye-opening um, mm-hmm. for me, not to take you guys back down that road, but pretty much like I kind of just did whatever I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, like if I and without necessarily asking people to do it with me. Mm-hmm. So like if I wanted, I, I remember telling Taylor this story like a couple of weeks ago because we were talking about like people that we can travel with, whether it's friends or family and different things like that. And so one time I told her um, I was in Ohio and I had told myself like, you know, I'm going to get this Groupon and I'm going to go zip lining um, in Kentucky probably shouldn't have been out there by myself like you know during that time in the middle of nowhere as a black woman probably wasn't the smartest idea but I was like you know what I'm just gonna I'm going to do it because I just felt like it would be fun and I don't want to necessarily have to be tied to asking someone to join me to go mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so like I think it's those type of moves where you know you can get in the car and maybe you haven't seen you know, a friend in a long time, and you just drive there. You're just like, I'm not doing anything on Saturday. And you just drive to go visit them. And you just, you know, just live your life and kind of just kind of spontaneously. I feel like when you do when you do things kind of spontaneously, with reason, I feel like um, it's fun versus like doing the routine stuff every day. Yeah, I could definitely relate to that. Yeah. Well, what's our grind tip for the week? Um, I would say this week, um, in my mind, I was thinking about preparation. Mm. So I would probably have, the, the quote that comes to my head is, "Be stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Um, and it's very cliche. <laughs> I was about like, I see so many, and Chelsea kind of touched on this too, I see so many different types of um, people that had started their journey doing different things long time ago when people were either paying attention or not paying attention. So I was watching, um, I, I, I told you guys this before I listened to The Sugar, and Shambuti was on there. And she's kind of like a, um, not a sex therapist, but a sex, sexual education ed, uh, educator. And, yeah. um, she just, she does a whole bunch of different stuff. And so uh, one of the things that came up on her Instagram was about, she was doing kind of like a, a flashback. So when she had first started this back in, I don't know, I, I, I want to say 2003 is what rings a bell, but um, I don't quote me for that for sure how long it's like how everything has come she did not necessarily see people that look like her in these spaces talking about these different things back then tv was just like you know when it came to sex like no we're not going to say certain things you know because of different you know rules and stuff like that and how she really just thought it was really important for everybody to really own their sexuality and and not be so scared to talk about you know different topics Mm -hmm. um besides the sex part or the sex education part, the point that I took away from that particular video that I was watching is that 
all of the things that she has right now, she has prepared for it and she has done the work throughout her journey. And I think about some of the individuals I met in college um, that I know who they are and I've you know followed them ever since we were in college up until now and some of the amazing things that they're doing. Like I see them when they were starting out their stuff and what it looks like now. Even mm-hmm. I kind of brought this up with um, Jasmine Love who I adore um, and how like, I remember when her profile was, you know, just her profile and she was just putting clips on there of these different movies um, or mm-hmm. what do you call it? Um, short skits. But now she is like, you know, who she is now and it took her years to get there. And, yep. then, and I don't want to say this, like I know her, but I'm just saying like, I can only imagine that she had to make certain choices and stuff like that to get where she is. Yeah, it definitely takes preparation and also putting yourself out there to mm-hmm. to get there and um, learning your lessons early rather than later. Yeah, so like I would say this, and Chelsea talked about this too, about how she started acting in, you know, high school and college. And so um, I would say, you know, if there's something that you're working on, whether like kind of what Taylor was saying about her journaling and how there's things that she wants to do, like grad school and all sorts of other um, aspirations that she has. Like if you are, you know, that individual where you're doing journaling, you know, um, mind dumping, different things like that. And you're just like, you know, one day I would love to have a wine, you know, that's in my name, you know, just different things like that. And think about what would be your wildest dreams you know, start preparing for that, whether that's saving up money, whether that is, you know, um, doodling, you know, whether that's networking and talking to people mm-hmm. about it. Um, you know, don't, don't think that someone is going to come by and give you the life that you want to live talking about what Taylor was saying, like you have, and what Brittany had mentioned in the last episode, like you have to really take ownership of that. Mm-hmm. so um that's why i will leave with you guys so um taylor where can you find us you can find us at the inner circle dot podgals on instagram or you can email us at the inner circle dot podgals at gmail.com sorry that is the inner circle dot podgals <laughs> at gmail.com Perfect. it's allergy season so i've been yeah anyways (laughs) (laughs) also too guys we just want to say thank you for all the support um we have like i told you guys the last time we have analytics and we had our first international listener which i'm so excited shout out to jamaica Yes. yes and so we are really really excited our instagram page is is growing um And our listenership, we're, we're slowly creeping up to about 200 plays. And so um, I, we're really, really excited uh, of the support. And hopefully maybe one day years down the line, you know, we could have a million listeners a day, you know, or every single time we drop an episode. So, oh, also too, we drop them every Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, which you guys will know that on our Instagram. By the time you listen to this, you guys will already know that, but thursday is our drop date so well will y'all take a good care of yourself get out and enjoy the weather now that we're over this polar vortex Uh, (laughs) i'm just kidding it's not a polar vortex 
but it was cold for this little Cali girl. Uh, <laughs> and I will see y'all back here next week. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>